Hey there, and welcome to ATL and 29, the podcast that looks at the NBA from the starting point of Atlanta. My name is Kevin Chenard. I'm coming to you on Monday evening after the Hawks 133-109 loss to the New Orleans Pelicans at home in their preseason opener. Uh, kind of a debacle for the Hawks in a lot of ways, uh, starting with 29 turnovers. That was clearly the one thing that limited them all night long, but at the same time, you know, if you were looking for the rookies to show some promise in their first ever NBA action, I think we saw a lot of that. So there are good things to go along with some of the rough spots. Uh, let's start with uh, what we saw out of the starters. Trey Young, he had nine points, 11 assists, and eight turnovers uh, all night long. It felt like he was just a little bit off with his dribble. Um, not that the, the dribble was the necessarily the cause of the turnovers. Uh, that was a lot of other stuff, some offensive fouls and some passes. But just with the dribble, it felt like there were a lot of plays where the Hawks had to do a little bit of a reset on their offense as he kind of regathered his dribble and got things started again. I think that kind of took the Hawks a little bit out of sync. Uh, he made one of six threes. One of those was blocked. Uh, a couple others where it felt like the defense really got in the way of it. Um, you know, his shot looks good, but it's it's not a particularly high leaping shot or a quick shot. It takes a little bit of time to get off. Um, you know, I think he's just getting his rhythm back in that regard. Of course, again, you know, the caveat for the entire night is this is the first game, you know, in months. Uh, so a lot of a lot of areas for growth. But he also made a number of Nice passes on his way to those 11 assists. He looked, you know, he's he's bigger and stronger than he was last season. Uh, there were at least two plays, I think, where you know Zion had the ball under the under the basket for the Pelicans. I think both were on the fast break. The the two that I can recall, and you know, Trey Young kind of got in the mix to deflect the ball away uh, or tie the play up, and you know. It's good to see him playing with that kind of aggression uh, defensively. But at the same time, you know, I'm, it's my first game too. I've got to go back and rewatch things and, and see what the defense looked like. Uh, I was sitting kind of close to the action tonight, which is not my usual perspective. So it's kind of hard, a little bit hard. You know, you can see the details very nicely when you're sitting closer up, uh, but sometimes it's hard to get a good feel for the overall scheme and how it's performing. So I'm looking forward to seeing the tape again uh, for this one. Rookies. I thought DeAndre Hunter looked good. Um, His three-point stroke, you know, both, you know, in the practices before the game tonight in his his, uh, pregame warm-ups. And in the actual game, he just – Looks like a beautiful, repetitive shot. He made two of four threes tonight. He had a, a pull-up jumper to break the ice for the rookies early. More importantly, at least in my eyes, on I asked Pierce about this a little bit, and he had a different reaction. Um, but, you know, not really necessarily looking at how he defended in the team's scheme and, and how his defense was coordinated with that of his teammates, uh, but just sort of looking individually when it came down to Hunter trying to make a one-on-one play defensively, it looked like he could do it. I mean, there were a few times where, you know, somebody just tried to score on him 
and he just gets in the way. He's, he's big, he's strong, he's got long arms, and he doesn't get easily flustered or deterred. He just kind of hangs in there, and then when, when it's time for the opponent to put the shot up, he's there contesting it and, and making it difficult. Uh, I suspect that it won't be long before he's the team's best defender. That's a little bit scary uh, to say after one preseason game, uh, both because Hunter's a rookie and because you probably don't want to say that about the rest of the team, but I really do think that's going to happen. I asked Pierce after the game about what he thought uh, about DeAndre Hunter's performance, and here's what he said. When you talked about DeAndre Hunter before, you mentioned some of the stuff on the offensive side of the ball. What did you see from him on defense? Uh, not using not using his voice. Not sure of where to be. Not sure of what we're in quite yet. We've talked about this. You know, everyone asked the question about Justin Anderson's comment last year. You know, using more of your defense. We got to use our first part. So right now the guys are just trying to figure out what to do and then what to say. Um, that's going to be his growth. You know, what does he say on defense with, with Jabari Parker? What does he say on defense with Damian Jones? And how do you communicate those things? So his defense will come out. He's going to be fine. Um, you know, they're just trying to figure out. How do I get down the one side of the floor and get down the other side of the floor? I want to play and get down the other side of the floor and call out of coverage and spinning in that first game. Before we get away from Pierce, uh, I was going to ask him about the coach's challenge. I asked him about it last week, and at the time he's like, I don't really have any opinion of it. I haven't thought about it yet. Uh, but tonight, uh, he tried a coach's challenge, was successful, and overturned a call. And when he was asked about it tonight, here's what he said. I really don't like it. I really, I really don't. I mean, it's great that they turned the call over, but I'm just not a, I'm not a fan of it yet. Um, you know, I, I got to get more comfortable with how to use it, when to use it. I thought it was great that we were able to get the ball back or get to a jump ball. I just, I don't know. It, it's, it's just weird. You only get one as well. You know, there were a couple others after that I wanted to use it. It just felt like, well, now nah, I've blown it. Use it too early. You, know, you want to use it at the right time. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm having a hard time with it. Uh, going through the rest of the starting lineup here, Damian Jones, uh, you know, for the three-point shooting experiment of Damian Jones, he's never tried one in an actual NBA game. I suppose that's still true because it's just the preseason, but he did try one from the corner and he airballed it. Uh, he blocked a couple of shots and looked good on those two blocks, but you know I think there's still some reaction time. I don't think he's getting to the right places necessarily on defense as quickly as he needs to. Um, you know I think he can be the best Hawk center in that regard, but it's not a seamless fit yet. Uh, it looks like he's still trying to figure things out uh, defensively. And offensively, you know, again, if, if the spacing isn't there and he's not shooting, you know, that's an extra body to worry about in the paint that makes things a little bit trickier for Trey and John. That's going to be a, a trend to keep an eye on. Uh, it'll also be interesting to see if, you know, Alex Len, once he's healthy, returns to the starting lineup to provide that spacing isn't quite there with Jones yet. Um, you know, again, when the spacing gets a little bit trickier, things happen like Trey Young has eight turnovers. Um, you know, it's it's a cause and effect relationship. It's, you know, one game does not 
give you any reasonable information to go off of, but it's you know something where you can say, okay, here's something to keep an eye on. I thought Cam Reddish was a bright spot. It was ugly in the first five minutes, eight minutes he played, something like that. I, the, the, the first stint that he had on the court, uh, things didn't go particularly well. Uh, the first time he got the ball, he drove, turned the ball over. The second time he got the ball, he drove, uh, got a shot blocked. And at that point, it was you know, beginning to look a little bit dicey, at least for the evening. But then he settled down, uh, at least offensively. Uh, if he started making his jump shot and just, you know, eye test for the limited amount of time that we've seen rookies, you know, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, Bruno Fernando, Charlie Brown, just purely going by the eye test on a small sample, I mean, it kind of looks like he might have the best jump shot. Or he's right there with Hunter. Uh, he shoots the ball really fluidly. He made three of his four three-point attempts tonight. Finished with 11 points, uh, two rebounds, one assist. You know, it just, it seemed like he played with enough poise once he got through those first few rough minutes. You know, he, there was that one play where Vince Carter drove and threw a perfect behind the back pass to him. And it's just good to see him not get flustered in that moment. You know, it wasn't a typical pass. It was kind of a weird pass and, you know, sometimes people who aren't fluid athletes might get a little bit off off kilter on that kind of pass and he just caught it perfectly in stride shot a beautiful shot uh, you know he he made note of uh, after the game you know how how weird it feels to play with as much space as is out there on offense you know completely different from the college game i suppose especially when you you look at duke last season and uh chris kirshner of the athletic, you know, kind of probed one line of questioning after the game that I was kind of getting ready to ask about too, which is, you know, how did he feel health-wise? And, uh, you know, I think his his answers were certainly interesting. What differences did you feel out there health-wise? Because you battled injuries pretty much all year last year. So how did it feel tonight to you know, finally be cleared and finally be healthy? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a little bit weird. Um, not weird, but it was just different. Um, obviously, all last year I was getting treatment and this and that. And I was finally able to just go out there and just not feel anything, you know. So um, that definitely was a plus. And, uh, you know. What What did you feel last year? What didn't you feel tonight? What did I feel? Like health pain. It's not great that. You know, Reddish finished uh, minus 19 in 15 minutes. You know, for all he said about, you know, the the weirdness of the space that he sees offensively on the floor now. You know, he's got to adjust to what that means defensively. Um, it's hard to read a lot into that plus 19 just because the bench lineups are so weird right now for the Hawks. Uh, you know, hopefully, Evan Turner can come in and kind of settle things down. For the Hawks offensively with that unit, uh, they don't seem like they have enough shooting again. It's a little some some weird lineups. Uh, Alex Len gives them some shooting, but you know, it's Vince Vince plays small forward off the bench, and of course he gives them plenty of shooting. But it just 
you know, what they get out of the point guard spot with Bembry playing point guard off the bench. Bembry uh, scored 14 points. No. Scored 16 points and, you know, was very effective driving the ball to the rim. But at the same time, it felt like his passes weren't necessarily helping the offense when he was in control of the ball as the backup point guard. Just felt like, you know, when, when he would drive and kick, it just wasn't it's obviously not going to be the immediate kind of setup that Trey is, but it just feels like they could get a little more out of that. Um, so a little a little choppy in terms of the offense that they got out of the bench. You know, they they were up thirty the Hawks were up thirty four twenty nine after one quarter and then it all fell to pieces. Uh, after that. At the same time, it's a little bit of a luxury having someone like uh, DeAndre Bembry to defend point guards. You know, if Evan Turner comes back and, you know, he's directing the offense while Bembry is guarding the point guards, that might be good for somebody like Jabari Parker, who, you know, didn't look like any kind of liability on defense, at least for one preseason game. Uh, the Hawks were switching two through four tonight, so uh, in a lot of situations he was switching and looked perfectly comfortable doing that. I think you know if he has an aggressive on-ball defender at the point like Bembry, you know he's fully capable of being a competent NBA defender behind that. Um, so, you know, Bembry certainly provides some advantages in that regard. And, you know, Jabari in terms of offense, you know, he looks explosive. He got way up for his one dunk. Uh, you know, when the offense got really choppy with the second unit, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to look at this as a positive or a negative, but he felt like you know, he could just go one-on-one -on -one and make a play. Some of those resulted in some, some shot looks that weren't necessarily great. Uh, but you might need that for that bench unit. They're not going to be flush with, with offense, and so that might be something that they certainly need at times for him to just create for the second unit. He looked like he didn't have any hesitation about shooting the three as well, which is good. You know, make or miss when the ball was there for him to shoot it. He shot it, so that's, that's an encouraging sign for the Hawks after game one of the preseason. Bruno Fernando, you know, looked like a rookie. Uh, you know, he's, he's – Got to learn body positioning, where to be at times. Uh, he certainly looks like he's a lot more comfortable playing in the post on offense than anywhere else, and I doubt that's what the Hawks really want to get out of their second unit offense. Uh, so he's going to have to do some adjustments. He's going to have to make some adjustments. Uh, you know, defensively, he made a couple contests at the rim. Uh, you know, that one coach's challenge that Lloyd Pierce threw out, that was. That was a nice block. Uh, the call it was a foul call on Fernando. Got overturned by the coach's challenge, which I think was the right call. He he got up and blocked a shot by Nicola Melli. Um, so he looks like you know he looks strong. He looks like he can protect the rim, but you know looks lost like a rookie at times as well. Vince Carter's Vince Carter. Uh, I you would think that somebody that's his age would be rusty. For game one of the preseason and you know coach Pierce put him at small forward and you know at least offensively he looked fine I mean you just <laughs> just plug and play with Vince uh, it's fun to watch him play I, you know the fact that they did play him at small forward though 
I mean, you can kind of see the writing on the wall. I think Jabari's obviously going to be the backup power forward, and, and you know, Carter's going to be a fill-in to fill in where he's needed uh, when injuries and things like that occur. John Collins looked like John Collins. Uh, you know, for game one of this revamped team, it didn't necessarily look like there was the space around him for him to be what he was last season. Uh, but he certainly looks like the same player. Uh, you know, but the most important thing there is that he finished the game healthy. And after the game, when he was asked about how he felt health-wise, he's like, I feel good. Let's, you know, let's leave it at that. I feel good. So uh, that's everything uh, that you want to hear for John Collins. Uh, Zion Williamson, potent athlete. Uh, like I said before, I don't usually get to sit close to the game. I was sitting very close tonight, and he was uh, he's one of those special athletes where you want to sit that close. Um, you know, when he gets the ball 15 feet from the basket and you can see that he's made up his mind, that's a must-watch moment. Uh, he's going to be incredible. It's, you know, he's very wide. He's not very tall. And when he goes up, he's eye level with the rim. It's just phenomenal. Um, I can't say that I remember any, any player like him, you know, to go back in the entire catalog of my memory. The only NBA player that looks anything like that was Charles Barkley when he was in Philadelphia. Um, just, just breathtaking. Uh, I'm looking, to f looking forward to seeing what his NBA career looks like. Uh, I think that's all I got, folks. Uh, I'm going to work on my conditioning. I'm exhausted. I shouldn't be exhausted at this point, but uh, game one, I, I got some things to work on. I promise I'll work on my conditioning and uh, get my energy level up for future podcasts. Thank you for listening. This is our second podcast of the day, so uh, when you get time, go back and listen to the first one, which was the best of Preseason audio. There's some really interesting quotes in there from folks like Damian Young. Uh, Dave, nope, see, told you, I got to get my energy up. Damian Jones, Trey Young, Bruno Fernando. Uh, good things to listen to. Go, go back and check that out. Lloyd Pierce uh, says some interesting things in there too. So uh, once you finish this podcast, go dig that one out. I made the mistake of putting it out during a Braves game. Not the smartest thing to do. Uh, but yeah, go find that. It, it's worth a listen and it's a quick little podcast. You'll be done with it in 20 minutes. As always, uh, subscribe, rate, review. We appreciate you listening and uh, hope to have you again listening with us sometime soon. Thanks for listening.